Hello there, and welcome to the Cargo Bay, a Star Wars conversation podcast being transmitted to you from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I am Brady C. here with my co-host, as always, Adam B. How you doing, BC? There's the classic intro. That's how there we it do is. it on the Cargo Bay, baby. <laughs> We're back. We're back, baby. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, we've already done a lot of our catching up uh, off mic, which I think was uh, was good great. Choice. So, yeah. Uh, if any of you want to um, become official sponsors, we'll let you in on the pre-show catch up, which is mm-hmm. really where we keep all the really good content. We just dump kind of the poop thoughts in the uh, the actual podcast. <laughs> We've been thinking of changing the name of the podcast to Poop Thoughts. Yeah, poop thoughts. Poop thoughts with Brady C and Adam B. You know, I think a lot of a lot of Star Wars reaction content could fit under that that banner. <laughs> poop thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's how most of those tweets are composed. I think are just poop thoughts. Uh-huh. Um, people sitting on the toilet going, "I don't like the shape of his head." <laughs> Now, BC, we're not talking about Andor today. We're going to talk about Andor at the end of each three-episode arc, assuming that for the rest of the season we're going to keep getting these three-episode arcs. Yes. Um, Yes, huge programming note. Um, We are going to be uh, not doing the weekly breakdown, but it does seem like they're following the the three-episode structure. So once we go through each of those three arcs, uh, we we will recap all three episodes. So the the first three were all released at the same time. We have now just seen uh, episode five uh, of our next set of arcs. So four, five, and six. Uh, six is going to be coming out next week. Exciting stuff. Well, I mean, exciting stuff on the horizon. I I don't want to go entirely without anything Andor at the top here. So uh-huh. I just want I want of the last two episodes favorite moment. Ooh. Or a, a favorite moment. Something you've loved from these last two episodes we've watched. Um, man, there's so much good BC. I know! I can't wait <laughs> I can't. to talk about these. Uh, this, that, give me just a second to think on that. The one thing I wanted to say about Andor is, uh, you know, and I have enjoyed most of the other Disney Star Wars uh, TV content, but I've read yeah. so many times uh, that... I don't like new Star Wars as much as old Star Wars because I have nostalgia for old Star Wars and I can't recapture being a kid and, you know, like, I'm just a dumb idiot. Um, and it turns out, no, the thing was I just wanted something really good. <laughs> like, that's what I'm, go figure, I wanted something really well made um, and good. And that's what the show has been. Um, I'm just stoked. I feel like I, I couldn't ask for anything better. I feel like this is, this is like watching... Uh, I mean, it's obviously much different than the original trilogy, but I feel like as excited as if I'm watching like new original trilogy content right now. I'm, I'm stoked. <laughs> Every week, I'm like, give me inject the Andor into my veins, and it to me, it's uh, I'll give you my my moment. Yes, please do uh, from from these last two episodes, which I think is uh, one of many that that I've just loved. Um, the Mon Mothma with her husband yeah. scene in episode four where it's just like, she's in a, a broken marriage. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I was not expecting this level of humanity from Star Wars, and I love it. Yeah. Like, it it grounds the space opera in a reality that is is so nice and so fresh that you're just like, we're doing this in Star Wars now? 
Hell yes. Like, the fact that we are bringing, like, real conflict into to people's lives that's beyond the the ginormous thing's gonna explode the entire planet. <laughs> right. It's like, or I'm also seven worried. Or seven at once. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Or if you've got the super weapon. Uh, yeah, it's... It's the fact that we're dealing with that. Like, that's still there. That's We're still Star Wars. We're, we still have an, an empire uh, that we have to reckon with. But also, Mon Mothma's husband's a total D-man. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. it, it seems like it's really hard for her, personally, to go through what she's going through. Uh, so that that was one of those, similar to the, the when we talked about the introduction of the Chief Inspector and, and Deputy Inspector Karn, of just like, these simple moments of humanity that ground Andor in a world that is, like, adult and familiar is beyond exciting to me. So yeah. every week I'm just like, give, give me, give me, give me the Andor. Give me, give me some more stuff. And we're gonna get a big action episode coming up yep. next. You know, yep. we got the heist. And it's up. gonna, it's, it'll be worth it. <laughs> or it'll be like, uh, it'll be built like... to a point where um, I'm more excited about it than if it would have been yes. one scene around a table where it's like we're gonna go in through the back. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's like it's we're invested in these characters. They're taking the time to have us invest. Oh God, I don't think all of our, no, no. Our, our rebellious people are going to make it out. So we're like, ah, getting to know and love them. And then it's like, oh, yeah, they're going to Rogue One them too. Of course. Yeah, like that's that's what's going to happen. But it's similar to the first three episodes where I heard people who were like, the first two episodes, I was like, eh. And then when I got to the third episode, I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, they're taking their time to build the impact whenever they reach those climaxes. Like, it's like... Two episodes and then a climax episode, you know, where where the big thing is going to happen. But you get time to invest in the world and the characters and the story in a deep and meaningful way, which is that I'm just I'm blown away by. And and it wouldn't, you know, it'd be one thing if it were poorly written and poorly performed, and it was it's, like these kind of uh, build up episodes. But as they are, like I don't know, ooh. this is just as exciting to watch to me as the big ooh. action set piece will be because I'm like, oh, they're so good, yeah, they're yeah. so good. Mamasa so is incredible. Uh, she is, she's a great, great performance. Uh, uh, I'm glad I a uh, little bit of hobby talk. I'm glad I jumped on a couple of yeah. Genevieve Riley yeah. autographs when I did because those are like highlights of a personal collection now where I'm yeah. like, she's so good. I didn't realize she had been cast in the prequel trilogy and then her scene was cut and then brought back for Rogue One. What? Like, yeah, what a journey to and then to what an am- <laughs> and then to crush. Yeah. Like to come in and be like, yeah, I can still crush this role on Andor. You're like, "Oh. Good for you." Yeah. Amazing. She's amazing. Oh, well, They're all what a great cast. Yeah. Amazing I, I cast. love them. Um and I I'll say my favorite moment is um I the, there's a lot of like cooler things I could pick, but but honestly, the thing that that is kind of my dumb Star Wars uh, side. Is uh, I love I love uh, the little uh, dashboard robot. <laughs> I love I love the dashboard robot in the spaceship. Um, oh, that's that's yeah, like yeah. Uh, just watching just it, the eyeball yeah. droid. Um, and yeah. then I also I really like that there's kind of a reference to like um, like 
our computers being tied into corporate infrastructure. Uh, I like the kid having the the old computer where Andor is like, this thing's hard to use. And he's like, yeah, but it's not being tracked. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's all those little moments of commentary about about our lives. Um, oh, my God. It's, it's like, yes. It, it's it's uh, there's so many of those things that you're just like, oh, they're they're not just talking about a Star Wars. They're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Today, yeah, it's it's making the real problems in society that are relevant to our lives and putting them into a Star War, where if you're not looking for them, like you can be like, eh, whatever, fine. But like, if you're if you're uh, socially conscious and are aware of some of these things, you're like, oh man, (laughs) oh that's not just a Star War, that's real life too. Oh. I listened to uh, Tony Gilroy on uh, on Marin, and um, yeah. I love good, it. Good, Marin, good episode. Yeah, yeah, great ep. Um, and Marin was when he, he was talking about being a fixer on other scripts, and Marin was like, "Well, is there anything that's always like the problem with these scripts you come in to fix?" And he's just like, "They're not real. <laughs> like characters' <laughs> IQs change from scene yes. to scene, but mostly they're just not like grounded in a reality." And it's like, yeah, that's what's special about this show, um, is it feels real. <laughs> like, I can suspend my disbelief, uh, which is really a gift in a big sci-fi uh, universe epic. To not be like, why did they do that? <laughs> what is that? Like, I would like this show if you took off the Star Wars facade uh-huh. and were like, this is just some other sci-fi story. Or even if it's just like some tang- like uh, adjacent universe, right? Yeah. But the the fact that it exists in Star Wars is obviously we're we're in the bag for Star Wars. Yeah. But it makes it that much better. But I think even if you took off the facade and you know you you took off the the Empire and the Rebels and and just changed some of the verbiage and the language, it'd still be a very compelling story, which I think is the most important thing. Whereas I think. Uh, a couple of the previous series were like, we've got an Obi-Wan and a Boba Fett. You're going to love it. Yeah. And you're like, what's the point of this other than to have two really amazing characters that we know and love feature in a big story? This one is so much more story-driven where those are like, here's the characters. They're right out front. Here's the here's the action figures you're going to want. Where this is like, it's Cassie and Andor, but we're going to tell probably one of the best Star Wars stories that's ever been told, so... Buckle up, you know? See, I'll admit to, I would enjoy the show without the Star Wars paint job on it um, if I were to watch it. But I probably just wouldn't have ever found it or watched it yeah. or cared because sure. I'm I am the person that's like, oh look, there's the uh, the Boba Fett. Um, I'm gonna yeah. watch yeah. that <laughs> even if I think it's bad because I want to see the Boba Fett. So to to get some quality content and then that that paint, you know, the the moment where the the ship flies by, the ship is a Tie Fighter. I'm like, ah, this is great, <laughs> yeah, amazing. <laughs> because I do like uh, you know good storytelling. Um, I just yeah. you know. I'm. I, I barely watch anything, and when I do, it's usually to be like, oh, "There's a, there's a spaceship." <laughs> it's just sometimes it's like, um, I think as Star Wars fans, we've uh, we've grown accustomed to not having good storytelling. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, I can, which is, I mean, fine. It's like we can turn off our our, you know, our need to be grounded in uh, reality for for the spectacle, right? Um, but this is, is something different completely. 
and it's, it's wild. It's so it's so refreshing. Like it, it's just like I didn't think we'd get something like this, and it's no, I didn't either. Frankly, kind of amazing. But it's what I like when Disney bought the franchise, and they were like, "We're gonna do a bunch of things." The the first thing I I, I said is, "I want a political thriller set in Star yeah, Wars." Like, man, and this, this is like is a spy it, thriller with some some political you know thriller uh, elements, like the I, Mon Mothma stuff is what I had imagined, like, as a possibility. And over the past, you know, however long it's been, 10 years, I was like, we're never going to get that. <laughs> we're we're yeah. only going to get Star Wars as a genre over and over instead of, you know, Star Wars the universe applied to other genres. Um, so I hope it does well. Um, I know a lot of my friends aren't watching it because they're like, I watched Boba, I watched Obi-Wan, I'm out. And I'm like, you tapped out at the wrong time. You got out at the wrong time, friends. This is I, I, I get that like there's some people who are like there's no there's no Jedi, there's no big space wizards. And like if that's why you are come to Star Wars, then like, yeah, this probably isn't like your sort of thing. But I think for for uh, for people such as you and I who are like, give me a gritty grounded reality that's set in space and you know, this is like a dream come true. Yeah, where yeah. it's just like, oh, on a weekly basis, we are being delivered episodes that we're just like, oh my god, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't, I don't know. I'm just. Uh, we don't have to talk too much about how how we love it, but but we will be I'm excited next week after we. <laughs> yeah, after we've talked. I want to do a whole episode on on Luthen putting on the wig and doing his little hand. I could do. <laughs> we could do the entire. Next week's podcast on that moment, and I would be perfectly content. It is a top tier Star Wars moment, and I I will fight anyone to the death about how good it is. It's, it's so good. It's so good, it's man. It's just amazing. incredibly good. It's incredibly good. I'm so I'm so jealous uh, of everyone who who was a, a part of this. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad everyone's in it. Who's in it, and everyone who's involved, because it's going great. Yes, uh, indeed. But we'll yes, stay we... our tongues until next week when we can really <laughs> dig in. Because this oh, week, yeah. BC, we thought we had another adventure journal queued up. We didn't. <sighs> we didn't. What we spun was a Clone Wars episode that we hadn't indeed. caught up on. Um, so that's nice. Um, and right, right toward the end of season six. Yes. Uh, we have this, what seems to be a trio of Yoda episodes. Yep, this is and, this is the Yoda arc from, because last, last time we had a Clone Wars from the Wheel of Fate, it was also season six, <clears throat> excuse me, which was uh, the Clovis and the banking yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, arc that was in there. These were, these were the lost episodes, right? The ones that were released on Netflix. Yeah. So these were the ones that had been in production with Cartoon Network, and then got shuttled off of Cartoon Network, and they're like, we have most of this, can we put it somewhere? And this is where it went on Netflix. So these were the first Clone Wars episodes that I think I ever saw, because I never had Cartoon Network. Oh, nice. Um, and I, re I remember this, Yoda was like prominently featured on the Netflix um, yeah. like the art banner. of like, yeah, like the lost episodes. It is it is the exciting conclusion of the last episodes before we get an, a whole nother season of Clone Wars that was also sort of in pre-production then Disney Plus got it. Um and maybe we'll talk about that if we ever spin a a season 7 Clone Wars episode, but uh yeah, we we landed on 
Star Wars The Clone Wars Destiny, which is episode uh, episode 12, but the second episode in a three-episode arc featuring some just some wild Yoda Force stuff. <laughs> it's uh, just wild. I had not seen Yoda's little little ship before, his little fighter, which... Uh, his, his, like, little baby TIE fighter yeah, that he's got? Yeah, it's, it's funny that he can't just fly, you know, a slightly modified regular Jedi Starfighter, but, you know, he's he's the king of the Jedi. Gotta give him a special little baby. <laughs> little give baby. It's like um, it's like one of those like really tiny like luxurious Italian cars, you know? Yeah. Where it's like it's like an old man would drive because he's got enough money to do it, and it's practical because it fits his size. But you're also just kind of like you couldn't just have picked one up from the garage. Yeah. <laughs> I I like it. He's hanging out with R two. I mean, I assume that's R two D two. Indeed, it is. It is okay. confirmed. Our pal R two D two who is with him. Uh, I did want to do. Uh, because this is going to be wildly out of context because it yes. is the second episode yeah. of the three-episode arc, which is part of the fun of the Wheel of Fate. Because when we got Clovis, that was the last episode of a three-episode arc. So we're like, right. we, this is just generally how we feel about this is based on watching it out of context from the other episodes. So I did want to give us a little bit of, uh, I've been practicing my vocal work here. I wanted to give us the episode intro. Oh, yeah. Um, that, that is uh, kind of wild in and of itself. So, Clone Wars, classic, you know, the, the music's going to trumpet. And then we're going to get the intro. Um, and he, here's the one for uh, the Destiny episode. Blinded by the dark side, the Jedi Council has begun to unravel the mystery of how the clone army was created. And now fear the Sith Lord Count Dooku was behind it. Master Yoda <laughs> searches for answers, and during deep meditation, he is able to contact the spirit of Qui-Gon Jinn, who reveals to Yoda that he must manifest his consciousness after death if he is to preserve the Jedi Order. Now, we find Master Yoda deep in space, searching for a path to ones who will teach him all he does not know of the Force. Man, it took him a long time to catch on to Dooku. Having Ooh, set up that the <laughs> The Jedi were way behind the eight ball on that one. <laughs> I mean, I know we we fought Dooku on Geonosis, and I know we got And he basically this... told Obi-Wan, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the Sith Lord now. <laughs> We've been using this massive army we got on order from Master Sifo-Dyas. Hmm. Did, did Obi-Wan not debrief after Geonosis? Were they just like... Know. Don't we don't want to don't tell us about your experience, Obi Wan. We're tired of hearing it. He's like, I've I've got some pertinent information about Count Dooku. Uh, he kidnapped me and tried to recruit me to the dark side. And they're like, mm, save it, shut up, save it, Obi Wan. Like a simple mission debrief from Geonosis probably could have led some of the smartest Jedi in the galaxy to be like, hey, you remember a Dooku who used to be in the Order and then totally ditched us for something else? Uh-huh. Do you think maybe he's a bad guy? The the guy who was standing atop um, an execution-like audience in Geonosis? Uh, you, Yoda, you remember a former Padawan of yours, <laughs> right? Uh, you were probably pretty close. Oh, pretty, yeah, you uh, fought him. You fought him. In a hangar yeah. after he you remember, cut off Anakin's you remember, arm. And... Do you remember that? Do you <laughs> Do you think, do you think maybe he might be behind, might be behind the, some of this? No? Was that just a weird coincidence? We're like, wow, that Duke is really mad about the, a personal beef. It probably has nothing to do with this larger war that he seems to be very involved with. 
probably not. It's probably nothing. It's probably nothing. The dark side obscure, obscures all is Star Wars version of God works in mysterious ways. <laughs> yeah. It. Yeah, and that sentence works in mysterious ways, too, because you can just erase all manner of... Uh, <laughs> of storytelling that uh-huh. you just did not pay attention to. It's like, well, you know, uh, dark side uh, clouds everybody. <laughs> so that, okay. this this uh, new potential revelation has led uh, Yoda, cute little old man Yoda, who's yep. like frequently like just an old creature you feel sad for <laughs> in this episode on, on an adventure across the galaxy. Yeah, with uh, R, you know, he's he's with R two. He's in his fancy little ship. They go to this like glowing orb of uh, planetary goo. Uh-huh. Like, uh huh. Like just out there, in energy the... streamers coming out of an yeah, asteroid it's... hole. <laughs> right out of your asteroid hole. <laughs> uh, so Yoda's like, we better fly into the asteroid hole. Uh, but the ship is like, uh, there's uh, there's. There's no controlling this, so he's like, uh, let the force guide me. I will. And just takes that ship, and they land on uh, the the Pandora planet from the Avatar movies. Am I seeing that correctly? Is that where we are? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen that movie since it came out, so I don't know. Um, f- fun fact, Pandora 2 is coming out this <laughs> December. and is Wait, the new audio service? I mean, that gives uh, me suggestions based. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, sorry, Avatar Two, The Way of Water, right? Um, which, uh, just a quick pause. Why? I, I don't know. Why? Man. I don't know. I I will say I, I'm not a big uh, Avatar fan, but you know, uh, James Cameron rem- getting a James Cameron. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a massive success. I remember seeing it a long time ago in movie theaters and being like, uh, "Cool." Spectacle, yeah. But I wasn't like, give me more of the blue people. But you I know, know a I, lot of people who are like, give me I, more of the blue people. The, I well, I wish everyone the best. My favorite thing, one I'm going to be going to. My favorite know. thing to come out of that movie is there was a guy who was updating the internet every several months with a new poorly done Navi tattoo on his back, like the, the same character over and over again. I think. Oh my god! <laughs> and. <laughs> It was like a very sun-damaged back, you know? It's like a, a white guy with a lot of sun damage and now a lot of a lot of Navi tattoos. And, uh, you gotta, I live, you gotta live your life, you know? Yeah. You gotta live your life. Living his life um, to the fullest. Well, I'm sure he would have loved this episode because uh, we're definitely on Pandora, that's confirmed. It's the merging of the James Cameron Avatar-verse and Star Wars. Kicks uh, R2 out the ship. He's like, R2, don't... Don't bother. Also, take my lightsaber. I'm not gonna need this, which is a move I just don't understand. Yeah, from Jedi. Yeah, it's like you like, could just you know not what? use it. You could just leave it on your belt yeah. and not use it. I mean, That's you leave it on your belt in public all the damn time. It's like walking <laughs> around with a loaded handgun. It's yeah. just sitting there. <laughs> yeah. Now you can also just holster the bed boy, stick it in a pocket. It's a tiny little lightsaber for Yoda. You know, whatever. Yeah. But it's like no. You take this. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> uh, I was hoping so, we were going to get to see R2 use it. <laughs> it's a perfect size for, for R2. I mean, R2's, R2's held many a lightsaber. One day, that little that little grippy arm is just going to come out and start like spinning <laughs> it like mad. You know, he could, he could use it to fly. <laughs> yeah, he can. He can do the uh, 
The Inquisitor it, Twirl. Yeah, the Inquisitor Twirl. Um, <laughs> although, does that require a two-sided lightsaber? Yeah, the physics on you... that mean that it definitely needs a Otherwise, you'd just be like spinning like an ice cream cone shape with the one blade. <laughs> Which yeah, could be good Star Wars comedy. <laughs> Which I think we need more of. Um, yeah, so we've got grounded Star Wars in Andor. Uh, sitcom Star Wars. Yeah, it's I think, time. Is the, is, is the final frontier. That's that's a good that's a good uh, space for the cargo bay to live in. You know, I think that's it is. where we yeah. get the the cargo workers involved. I think I think that is the space. Um, so okay, so he, uh, back to Destiny, uh, the the Clone Wars episode here. He's left he's left R two with his lightsaber. He's off on an adventure. Uh, this is what he looks like if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> BC is uh, kind of like smash your armpits down to your body and do a little shimmy. Yeah. He's walking. He's walking. Um, and then he's encountered by uh, the a priestess, I guess is what we are calling these characters. The, one, the, the five priestesses. Um, he encounters one of them uh, who is Serenity. Uh, which is uh, something I learned. Shout out Wikipedia. Um, he's, he meets Serenity, uh, who's basically like, "Yeah, you're you're about to go on some Jedi trials." Mm-hmm. Very like, classic uh, Jedi trials. Very, very just cave of evil Jedi trials that we all know and love. And I got a, he's like what nine hundred years old, something yeah. like that. He, he's he's uh, yeah, at least eight hundred and seventy or something at this point. Yeah. How many times do you think Yoda's gone through a, a cave of evil of some kind? Uh, at this apparently, point? that's all Jedi ever encounter. So I'm gonna yeah. guess at least once a decade. It has to be <laughs> right. Has to be. He's like, all right, another another uh, dungeon challenge, another yeah, temple yeah. boss. Here I go. Um, and, and he knew it could only be that, which is why he gave up his lightsaber. It's like I know what's coming. All right, here <laughs> to. Because previously I've tried to use my lightsaber and it's just a bunch of hooey in my mind. Here you go. Um, uh, we do get a nice little uh, kind of grounding of, of what the hell's going on. He asks, what is this place? Uh, the priestess says, all that surround us is the foundation of life. The birthplace of what your science calls midichlorians. The foundation of what connects the living force and the cosmic force. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I, I I buy into that completely. We're we're in trippy space wizard land. We're in uh, Einstein's uh, force womb. I mean, I mean, Yoda was told by Qui Gon Jinn apparently that he has to manifest his consciousness after death. So I assume this is part of that journey that uh, we all will take at some point. So it's a uh, Pretty exciting to see Yoda go through this. So, uh, essentially, his first challenge is he uh, he bounces around uh, Mushroom Cloud City of Avatar, heads to the uh, the Cave of Evil, uh, where he encounters uh, the Dark Side Yoda, little evil smoky black goblin Yoda, who fights him. Uh, he fights back, and it's it's essentially I mean it's a nice uh, visual representation of what it's like to literally face your fears. Uh, and is is the acceptance, I think what gets him out of kind of the fight is the acceptance that the dark is a part of who he is, but mastery and control over it I have. Uh, so it just like, it poof, goes away. That that scares it. Where it's like, <laughs> oh no, he controls me. 
so he, he pretty uh, he, he pretty much handles that test uh, fairly well. Again, uh-huh. he's probably uh, done some version of that many times <laughs> yeah, yeah. over his uh, lifetime. So he, he handles that one and then uh, gets gets another test thrown his way, which is the the one of temptation, which is going to be uh, a real what if everything was peaches and cream for yeah. you, Yoda, uh, which is kind of fun seeing all those uh, Jedi together. Well, it starts with Ahsoka being like, I'm dying and you betrayed me. And it's like, yo, Yoda, you know, this is a. You're in the cave, dog. Like, yeah. you're, what what happens that you're now like, oh no. Um, and also, oh, by the by the way that Yoda's uh, Jedi teach the Force and the lack of attachment, I don't want to see Yoda be sad about someone dying. You're you're the king of the Force, baby, and you're you're not supposed <laughs> to have attachment. You should just be like, I'm sorry, Ahsoka. I don't really care about you. <laughs> like. I, <laughs> Listen, from from dust we were made in dust ye shall be, baby. It is yeah. what it is, you know. <laughs> Boom! Test over. I mean, we Boom! Did it. Done. Over. <laughs> Get me to Moraband. <laughs> so yeah, he goes through seeing some dead Jedi on the floor. Um, you know, foreshadowing Anakin ripping the temple apart. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, he shows up in kind of a weird Force heaven. Uh, where mm-hmm. Jedi are hanging around, telling tales, and they're Hang like, "Hey, out. come stand by this tree with us." Yeah, come stand by this tree, and it, isn't it good to see Dooku again? And he's like, mm, "Something wrong with this tree." <laughs> and it's like, uh, "Yeah." <laughs> also, he's a Sith. He's a Sith now. <laughs> We're still not onto that. Not, not yet. Um, but. Yeah, he he passed. He's gonna pass this test as well. Fantastic, amazing. Uh, he's going to get out of that particular uh, temptation. He, he knows as well. it's an illusion. Finally, yes. so he's not worried about getting struck down by evil-eyed Dooku. Yep, yep. And so he's he's gonna he's gonna come to on our uh, midichlorian planet, <laughs> wherever we are. Um, and then he's going to encounter the priestess. Uh, he tells her to, uh, he, he wants her to take off her mask so he can see her face. Uh, she disappears that she, he realizes she's only a part of the living cosmic force. Yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, and his final test is going to be in the next episode. I mean, his final test is going to be on Moraband, uh, where he's going to, uh, face... Uh, Darth Bane. Oh, this is where Darth Bane shows up. That's Indeed, cool. it is. Not to watch Voiced by episode. Mark Hamill. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Had no yeah. idea. Fun stuff, but uh, for our purposes, that's that's where this thing cuts off. is a is a real cliffhanger as we've got the middle episode. I will say, as for as wild as some of this stuff is, I love this kind of Star Wars where it's like we're gonna go into the deepest of deep ends of like weird force spirituality not grounded in anything at all yeah Um, i think the rebels episodes that do this do it really well i think this is a a pretty good sort of like test run for some of that stuff that rebels is gonna do Uh, my favorite my like weird thing that i really enjoy about this is the priestesses like the 
the masks of the priestesses are yeah. very, like very much like theatrical masks, you know, where it's like there's the Serenity's like the main priestess that he deals with in this episode, but there's one that's like sadness, and there's another one that's like joy yeah, or something. Yeah, joy is one. Um, yeah, it's an Probably interesting. It's fear. an interesting set of them. Like, yeah. It it just I mean having a theatrical background and and loving weird mask work I'm like ah it's so it's so interesting to see those pop up in Star Wars where it's like oh I mean that is a very theatrical concept that exists here I mean it's very high concept in what it is um, and it's I don't know it just tickled my theatrical bone to see those uh, that particular like mask device put to use in here. I want to see. I, I want to see these planets investigated by Jedi scientists. You know, like I want Yoda to maybe be instead of just be like, "Hey, this is a trial." Instead of be like, "Hmm, seems like this is something we should have a better grasp on." <laughs> like, uh, uh, they're like, yeah, they're like, uh, no, we got, we we figured it out. It's uh, midi chlorians. <laughs> yeah, it's the midi chlorians. Move along. Midi chlorians. That's uh, fine. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know the Sith would be, if they knew where this place was, uh, they'd be out here I'd probing be. for some some dark for some, dark magic. Yeah, for some for some super secrets. I mean, it, it is these kind of weird, like, ethereal places that exist in a, like a, like a spiritual realm, I guess? Yeah, that's the one, what's the other one? I like better the one with, like, uh, Mortis and his daughter yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. I, I like that a little more. This this one I'm just overwhelmed by like that sense I get all the time, which is like, what'd you do to my Yoda? Like, why, <laughs> do, why does Yoda have to be stupid? Um, I just want to see. Yeah. I want to see Yoda be wise, uh, but obviously that's the canon has made it so that no Yoda is actually largely responsible for you know yeah, it's, huge it's, galactic it's, tragedy. And it feels like what what this arc is without getting into I, I i don't i like off the top of my head i don't remember what happens in the moribund episode other than like it's it's the payoff obviously right yeah. like it is it is yoda coming to grips and and finishing whatever this particular quest is but because of the structure of i mean star wars it's it's never going to come out where we're like yoda's absolved yeah. You know, like yeah. it, it's it's built in such a way that it's like all of the Jedi are, are culpable for for everything that happened. And Yoda being, as you uh, I love the king of the force, maybe, <laughs> uh, is like largely responsible for this is what it feels like. And so there's it, it almost feels like a reclamation project to be like, OK, well, here's some things that that may have been going on with Yoda that would have made it hard for him to it's like you can't explain it away yeah um but it is it, you know in a vacuum these three episodes are kind of are kind of fun yeah for me because it, it does take that weird like spiritual force journey which I'm, I like my my two poles of, of Star Wars or what we talked about earlier with andor which is like grounded reality boots on the ground human yeah and like spiritual consciousness intersecting with with your mind and the world and reality around you which are, are very far apart from each other yeah. but i love both of them for very specific reasons so uh the exploration that you get within in this three episode arc i think is is good it's definitely worthwhile to watch all of them in terms of like you know just put on the three of them and then and then go through them 
But in, in terms of how it fits into larger Star Wars, I don't think anything is ever going to erase the, like, hey, maybe we should have caught on to some of the stupid stuff that was happening, I don't know, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A long time ago. Maybe immediately. <laughs> maybe, uh, like, as soon as it was happening. <laughs> It is it is interesting these these two ends of the the, the polls you're talking about BC because uh, I, I was really glad in Andor you know in one of the recent episodes where it's like oh yeah anger is a necessary thing and it's good for you to have Andor like this is your power in fact is going to come from your your hatred of the the Empire and it's like yeah you can't just have Jedi sitting around or else you get hum, you get <laughs> yeah you don't get anywhere <laughs> it clearly um, did not work like the kumbaya spirit of the Jedi is like hey uh failure yeah I think one of the things I like about um, Obi-Wan, too, is, like, the recognition of the Jedi's failure, yeah, which is, like, yeah. yeah, we should probably call out how massive of a, like, <laughs> yeah. everyone's dead! Yeah. Everyone! They're all dead! Like, they killed everybody! <laughs> what a colossal fuck-up! <laughs> colossal, like, huge! They're all dead! Oh, my God! What did we do? <laughs> what have we done? Oh, my God! Um, we should have done everything... The opposite. Uh, turns out our entire philosophy was wrong. <laughs> I really wish uh, I wish I could snap cam an Obi Wan face on, on to you, while you while you're doing that. Monologue. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it, Sorry, we couldn't get Ian McGregor again. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll try next week and see if we can get him. But yeah, it's just like, but you know, it's like, well, the dark side clouds all. Okay, fine. Like, fine. You know, I don't know. I, I will say uh, this whole episode was worth it for me just to see Yoda flying a spaceship around. That was cool. yeah, is, <laughs> and it it was uh, like based on where it is in the time. I'm like, oh, it makes sense that it's looking more and more like a Tie Fighter. You know, it's got the the symbol on the side that is moving very close to the straight up. He's got a, he's flying an Imperial ship. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? We're like, oh, okay, well that's basically an Imperial ship. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I think there's a lot to like about this. I would recommend doing all three. Uh, it is weird to pick this up out of context, uh, but fun. Such I think it's the a wheel fun. Of fate. Such is the wheel of fate, baby. I, but it's a I, fun I pick up out of one. Yeah, it's it's good. I mean, you can jump straight into that one. I don't think you have to go back and watch the first one. I mean, you get the download of what happened. One second. One second. One second. Sorry, weird noise from my dog. That never happens. That was very strange. I think he just, he woke up into a bark. There's a man shouting in the street, which is normal. Uh, <laughs> um, the man shouting normal, the dog, uh, not as normal. The man who sometimes lives in the laundry room downstairs and throws trash all over our car <laughs> is normal. My dog being upset is not. You can't always pick your neighbor. <laughs> Oh, it is. Sorry, I was very concerned about about the little dog. Sounded like maybe something was stuck in his throat. He's fine. He's doing great. He's on a excellent. on a pillow. Um, excellent, excellent. You claim. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, Darth Bane. I wish we would spin one of those books on the wheel. Uh, preferably the first one. You haven't uh, read those, have you, BC? 
I've not read much of anything. Well, um, the Darth Bane book, the first one, is one of the best uh, Star Wars novels for sure. Uh, nice. It's really good. Um, so, uh, yeah, maybe someday. I've got to catch that ep. But, BC, th- that brings us to, to something we got to do, which is <gasps> we got to spin the wheel. Spin the wheel! Uh, so here I go to the wheelofnames.com. Where we Love have it. our wheel that has 1,365 pieces of content remaining. Um, I'm going to say if we get another adventure journal, we can do a mulligan. Um, yeah. So that seems to be, you know, percentage-wise, a large, a large chunk. Yeah, there's so many. I mean, if you break it down, there were like 20-something adventure journals. Each one had like four or five stories in it. Yeah. So it ends up being a buttload of short stories well here comes here comes the spin <gasps> round and round it goes and Mandalorian episode ooh could it be uh we don't serve their kind here by Uh-oh. Chuck Winding that sounds like an adventure uh, journal I know Chuck yeah let me check we don't serve their kind <laughs> to- <laughs> Problematic name uh-huh. by Chuck. Uh, short story from a certain point of view. Oh, all right. That was a short story from a certain point of view. Okay. All right. All right. Public. Where's my publication history? I guess it's. Uh, by published from a certain point of view. Nice. Release date 2017. Hey, how about that? Oh, I've actually heard of this. Yeah, this, I, uh, this, this cover book. looks. I think I, I think I do. I mean, I think I might actually get this book. Well, I've, here you go. It's got uh, it's got some really interesting authors. Uh, one of which is Matt Fraction, who did that Hawkeye. Oh, run nice. Yeah. So he's got a story in here. So I might actually go out of my way to to pick this up. Whoa. Early birthday present. Heck yeah! Well, there we I go. Think this will be a good one. Yeah. Uh, well, BC, I could also just uh, I could Venmo you a little cash. It could be an early birthday present for me. Get out of here! Get me off the hook, baby. Thinking of something. <laughs> <laughs> thinking of something. I'm taking time. Let's make it just about the the money and not the thought. <laughs> yeah, that's how I love my birthday presents: thoughtless and full of cash. <laughs> Um, well, that's exciting. So, how about that? Way to go, Wheel. Um, I, I am wondering when we're going to s- spin a Mandalorian episode, because we've never talked about one of those before. Yeah. Well, and uh, so I assume we'll probably get to this particular book two weeks from now, because next week is going to be a, a big ol' Andor smooch fest. That's right. Uh Sorry, we're in the bag for it. I don't. I don't think this episode. I. I have my hopes are incredibly high for this next episode, and I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be even better than I think it is. Yeah, I'm I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah. So uh, we'll be we'll be covering all of those, and then we will get. Uh, we don't serve their kind here, from a certain point of view. Uh, probably in a couple weeks, and then we'll also have, or we'll be close to uh, the Tales of the Jedi, the. Uh, oh. Right, I forgot about that. Our our animated uh, Dooku and Ahsoka tales coming out on the I think the twenty sixth. 
something like that yep 26 is right and bc i've put out a call to normies like us uh uh a friendly podcast out there um and so eventually we'll have some guest episodes uh, oh snap coming up uh so yeah lots coming lots coming down the road for us uh we're in the space lane here in the cargo bay and we're about to record a hobby talk as well hobby talk hobby talk uh for the it's been a while on the it's been a while on the hobby talk front we got we got is a we got a lot to cover on the old hobby talk this week that's right bc uh oh did you hear that ah that (laughs) I did hear. <laughs> that's what's nor. That's the normal noise. That's the normal thing. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Hey, if Solid. you didn't hear it out there, the noise was. <laughs> that's. Oh, yeah. I think that's definitely going to be on the podcast because it it rang clear in my ears. <laughs> so <laughs> leave it in, baby. All right. Well, until next time. Uh, bye forever. That's my dumpster being pummeled. (laughs) Later.